With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There uh, is no set of rules. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Welcome, Miller and Condon here. Abbreviated uh, show on a Wednesday. We're going to get to Cappy momentarily. Of course, Trent will be down in Principal Park uh, here coming up Oh, at the, at the bottom of the hour. What a game, Trent, you've got. Uh, tell us quickly, uh, starting pitcher-wise, do you know that yet? What can we expect? More than likely going to be Ty Langenberg taking the bump for Urbandale. He had the shutout in the victory against Roosevelt, one nothing in the sub-state final on the other side. Waukee has a couple of different options, so uh, waiting for the starting lineups there. But more than likely, it'll be Jackson Payne, if not Jackson Payne, Jackson Wentworth will be on the mound. Two excellent pitchers, two D1 players. So looks like a pitcher's duel. These two teams have played four times this year. Each side has won two. This will be to the decider to move on to the state semifinals, 10-30 with the first pitch, Urbandale-Waukee. And then you've got reports throughout the day, but back with play-by-play tonight, correct? Yep, the Yankee Hawks in action. They get Pleasant Valley. The Hawks on the bottom side of the bracket. So the top side that we'll see here throughout the early portions of the day, Johnston also involved. They'll play at 1.30 against Cedar Falls. On the bottom half, it'll be Dubuque-Hempstead against Iowa City City High. And then the nightcap with Ankeny as they face off with Pleasant Valley. So play-by-play, 10.30 and 7.30 today. State semifinals on Friday night. And then the 4A championship Saturday at 7.30. Uh, real quick, uh, before we get to copy your twins yesterday, I thought the second inning. Uh, I mean, Bader's throw, Trent, uh, from from center field. He had to know out by 10 feet. I'm not mm-hmm. exaggerating. If he makes that throw, it's an entirely different inning. Of course, the shortstop, the young, should have come home as opposed to try and get the runner at the plate. He should have uh-huh. taken the out. Uh, would have been a different ball game, but uh, nonetheless, Homer Bailey and company propelled the Twins to a 6-3 lead as Polanco in that same inning would hit a bomb, a uh, two-run blast, 6-3. Twins off to a terrific start. Same two teams here tonight. And love that bullpen that the yeah. Twins have. I mean, right. Remember that conversation we had at the beginning of last year and I don't know about this squad, and I don't know if they got the some of these young arms that have come in. Trevor May has been outstanding, though he gave up a run last night. And then in the back end, Sergio Romo gets a save last <laughs> night. It wasn't Taylor Rogers no. at the back end, but they added Tyler Clipper to it. Uh, it. It's a really good bullpen coupled with now rotation. We'll get to see Rich Hill today. Yep. I'm really looking forward to seeing what this team is. Homer Bailey's not going to be, I don't think, the guy that we saw last night. He is... A number five starter. Mm-hmm. That, that's what he is. But when you put that guy as your number five with the four they have in front of him, and certainly when Odorizzi and Pineda in that rotation, that's a really good rotation, a great offense, and a good bullpen. You know, those are the pieces you need to win a World Series. I'm just saying, Ben Miller. <laughs> now you got to feel pretty good about the start, Trent Condon. Right there, three and one, the Indians uh, four and one. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors him. He's David Kaplan. Let's get to him momentarily. Centurion Stone of Iowa. 
Uh, 5525 Northeast, uh, 22nd Street in Des Moines. If you are uh, in the market for manufacture of natural stone to accent or update your exterior or interior project of any size, Centurion Stone of Iowa, variety of styles, patterns, and colors for your every need. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com, or as we mentioned, the showroom, 5525 Northeast, 22nd Street in Des Moines. Uh, Justin Lutz and Joe Farron, the crew over there, we appreciate them sponsoring the Capman. Off we go to Chicago, and the Capman joins us. How about those first-place Chicago Cubs, David Kaplan? I, I'm guessing you went to bed in a better mood last night <laughs> than you did on Monday night. Cap, that was uh, that was an epic rant. Yeah, I had to be. Uh, you know me. I'm always going to be honest. It doesn't make everyone happy. It offends some and entertains others, but... I'm just going to be me, and I was really triggered by <laughs> Craig Kimbrell, but to see them 4-1 and one and Alec Mills, two hits in six yeah. innings, and to see where their rotation is right now, yeah, it was absolutely sensational, even though the bullpen wasn't great again last night. No, it's a concern, Cap, but you're right about Alec Mills. He was terrific in that ball game last night. You know, really, the uh, other than Darvish, they've had four really good starts uh, uh, from this team. So Chatwood was unbelievable over the weekend. Of course, Hendricks great tonight. I mean, that's appointment television. But the starters have been good, Cap. Other than the bullpen, your concern uh, after a handful of games would be what? The bullpen. Other than, I mean, look, Darvish has to be better in his next start tomorrow. Yeah, does, and he's got really good stuff. I mean, you know, maybe lock in instead of you know using a selection of twelve pitches. Maybe we can use a selection of like five. So I guess that would be one thing to try and hone in and have more fastball command. You know, I got into that. We'll call it a. Twitter battle, but we mm-hmm. we tangled last year, and I said, "Dude, throw more fastballs! You got a ninety-six to ninety-eight mile an hour fastball, so just throw more fastballs and command it, and don't mess with Cubs analytics." Blah blah blah. And then his next start, he throws twenty-two of the first twenty-four or five pitches are fastballs, and oh, since we had that little Twitter spat. His ERA in the next five starts, the last five starts of the season, was 2.10. And he then told the media that I made sense. I'm like, if I'm sitting at home and I have zero, zero major league experience, why am I telling you this and you don't know that for yourself? And I know the pitching coach, Tommy Hottavy, had been preaching fastball command, fastball command. Well, the other day he didn't have any fastball command. And there's, you know... Searching for his breaking ball. It's one start. Not going to let that trigger me. But hopefully Hendricks can go out and be Hendricks again today. And then we'll see how you does tomorrow. But let's just worry about trying to find a way to win a baseball game today and get to 5-1. and one. And They're all worth about 2.8 over the course of a 162 here in the 60-game schedule. They're all ultra-important. Cap, I want to throw this at you. I was wondering, as it pertains to the Cubs, what kind of payroll flexibility that they have with, with the new structure of the playoff format, eight teams in each league getting into the playoffs certainly feels like this is going to be a playoff team the way they've got off to this start, but you're not winning playoff series with the bullpen that they have. How much flexibility is in the payroll with this reduced season? And could this te- be a team that goes out, not just gets a arm, but gets two, three, four arms for that bullpen come August? The answer would be no shot. Hmm. They don't have any payroll flexibility. Look, you had your owner, who I like. I like Tom a lot. 
I wish the two brothers of his would leave politics out and that, you know, you want to own a baseball team? Great. You want to work for the current president on his reelection campaign? Do you. That's your business. Wouldn't be my choice. That's their business. I don't like politics. I don't want to get involved on either side of the aisle. But when you own a baseball team and you use your facility to have a fundraiser and one brother is the head of fundraising and another one is a far right-wing governor, that's his business. I'm not questioning his politics. I'm not. All I'm saying to you is then you have Tom in the middle who's done a great job of staying out of politics as has his sister, who actually is on the left side of the aisle. But the Ricketts family, I really like Tom a lot, and Laura. And the other two seem very nice when I meet them. I I don't really have any relationship with them. But my whole point in bringing all this up is Tom came out and said we have biblical losses. So unless he's going to all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going to dip into my personal checking account and go buy you another bullpen arm, he did that last year. When he said at the beginning of the year, we're at our budget, and somehow they found a way to give Craig Kimbrell $43 million, and it hasn't worked to this point. Now, maybe it will. I hope that it does. Uh, it will make my evenings a lot calmer because I'm a fan. I wear it on my sleeve. I just, to answer your question, I just don't see where they're getting that money. White Sox in a minute, Cap. Just a couple more on the Cubs. Schwarber, look, I thought you were nuts when you told us so a month ago or so uh, when we knew it was going to be a DH in both leagues. I, everybody, myself included, just assumed that's Schwarber. Night in, night out, they're going to park him there. You said that's not going to be the case. Uh, he made an outstanding running catch last night. Cap came uh, seemingly, I, I didn't think he had a chance, but he makes a, ends up on the ground, makes the call, uh, makes the catch there. He's been great in the batter's box. He's found the spot. Uh, so, so, uh, so, Quick hit on Schwarber, and then Chris Bryant. How much concern is there with Chris Bryant, who is listed a day to, as day-to-day? Uh, they're telling me that it's not anything serious. Now, they may be telling you the truth. They may not. We've had many times in sports where the executives, they won't out-and-out lie. They'll just tell you what they want you to hear, and that's it. So... When you can't play and you're the leadoff hitter and potentially the best player, not only on your team, but the best player in your division and one of the top 20 in the sport, 25, whatever, people want to rank him, and after four games you can't play? I mean, that's more than a little concerning to me when he has an elbow issue and a knee issue. I mean, that that's concerning to me. So they're saying it's very minor, and it was a maintenance day. I hope they're right. Jump into the White Sox, a team that is all of a sudden looking up in the division. The doubleheader yesterday, again, Dylan Cease is throwing it hard, but also leaving a, letting a couple of balls out of the ballpark there. The back end of this rotation, and the rotation as a whole, if Giolito is the guy that we saw Friday night against the Twins. It has to be tonight, Trent. Yeah. How much are you hitting the panic button here again? All these games are magnified Okay, or concerns as you watch this White Sox squad? I watch the White Sox a lot, and it's funny. I think I really triggered Cubs fans because I've been showing a lot of love to the White Sox. I love baseball. I love all sports. I do. But I love, love baseball. And so my brother's a Sox fan. I grew up a Cubs fan. And then as I've gotten older, and I won't say I've matured because my (laughs) wife would tell you I'm the most immature person in the world, but... 
I like watching the sport. I really like this young team. They've got a lot of talent. But, you know, I'm going to have, I won't say the rant of the other night, but I am going to be very critical of Ricky Renteria today. Batting Can you lineup. explain to me why Luis Robert is yeah. batting seven no. in the lineup? I, it, come on. Look, if he is a great player, drop him into the lineup where he should be hitting four. Put him right there and go, go get him, big guy. Mm-hmm. Especially with Aloy Jimenez banged up. I don't know if he's playing today or not. He didn't play either game yesterday, so we'll see if he can play today. Uh, you know, the Nicky Delmonico's and the Leary Garcia's, and he's okay. I'd like to have Leary Garcia as an extra guy on my team, but he's not a starter on a championship caliber team, in my opinion. I just don't think he is. Um, Nick Madrigal, I believe, is in the minor leagues camp because of service time. He also didn't tear the cover off the ball. He hasn't played as well as Nico Horner's playing on the north side, and they were in the same draft, and Madrigal went third, and Nico went like 25th. But I just look at that team, and it's just it's early. They got to win today. Mm-hmm. Today is a big, big game. You lose, what? That would be four in a row? Yeah. It's like a 10 game losing streak. Right. I mean, today, you got you to gotta come to play today. Giolito's yeah. got to pitch, and you got to score. Yeah, and to Giolito, Trent, and Cap, uh, this is a guy that started the All Star game last year. He was terrific in the first half of the season, yeah. but Cap. From August on, and including the beginning of his first start of the year this year, it's not the same guy that uh, showed up at the All-Star game and was really one of the talks of baseball uh, in the first half of 2019. Yeah, he was really good in the first half last year. And the only guy in baseball that went on the road to Minnesota and Houston and shut them both out. I mean, mm. that's, that's impressive. So. He's going to go to the post today, but Zach Plesak's a very quality arm for Cleveland. That Cleveland team, I heard a stat last night that Terry Francona has not been under 500 in like 14 years wow. as a manager. The last 14 years. Like, that's an insane stat. <laughs> so they've got to win today. They've got to find. If the Indians go to 5 and 1 and you go to 1 and 5 and the Twins keep rolling, all of a sudden you're like, oh boy, and you start to panic a little bit. Last thing, Cap, and uh, jumping to the Bears, the announcement yesterday, Eddie Goldman opting out of the 2020 season, certainly a blow to that good defense of the Bears. Your thoughts on that? And and training camp, no contact for a couple of weeks here, certainly different than anything we've seen before with NFL training camps. Yeah, it's going to be totally different. I still, like, I hope that baseball finds a way to get this done and continue to play. You know, Bob Nightingale's tweet is right. We had the Marlins out yes. partying mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, that in my world, they should be suspended. Every single guy that went out should be suspended because that's not only disrespect for your organization, that's disrespect for every single person in your world that you come in contact with. Like, yeah, I know this COVID thing's out there, but I don't care. I'm going out. I mean, that's just so disgusting. Uh, But to get to the football part of it, like baseball, at least you can try and socially distance. Golf, NASCAR, any of those things. You're telling me, and I had a son that played college football, was an offensive lineman, and I asked him, and he's like, well, I'd be more than a little nervous. He goes, I know how violent our practices were. Even He said, even when we're not in full pads, we're just in uh, shorts and shoulder pads and helmets, kind of, you know, half speed. He goes, you know how many times I got spit in my face? (laughs) 
He goes, that just happens when two 300-pound men are banging heads. So uh, I, I don't know how they pull this off. I hope they can. I hope players are more serious than the Marlins. Cap, we will talk to you in a week's time. Appreciate it, my friend. Great start for the Cubs, not so much for the White Sox. We'll see where they are a week from today when we reconvene. Hopefully Thank you, Cap. both rolling along. Absolutely. I'd be all for it. Thank Stay you, buddy. Keep healthy and best all your listeners. Yes, sir. Thanks, Cap. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan from Chicago, ESPN 1000, NBC Sports SN. And if you're a fan of Cap, you can follow him on Twitter, the Cap Man. He does his recap. Uh, after each and every one of these Cubs games. He wore his glove last night in his living room. <laughs> Cappy. He's a character. Glad we have him. Uh, brings a lot to the program. All right, Trent, we've uh, got about, about a minute left. We'll get mm-hmm. you the keyword before we get out of here and send you on your way down to Principal Park. In fact, let's do the keyword right now, shall we? KXNO and iHeart want to help you with your bills. Text the keyword FAMILY to 200-200. Right now, that's your chance to win $1,000. FAMILY to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Enjoy. Uh, well, it was a rough day for you today. I hope you can survive. What do you need a nap this afternoon, maybe? i got day baseball, and Nate Pearson makes his first major league oh. start tonight. The future of the Blue Jays rotation. Pins and needles for that one. The Cubs, your Twins, and the Cardinals. Going to be a wonderful day of baseball. You've got a long day of baseball right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.